Hey friends, it's Eric Hulkerin, and welcome to another episode of the Michigan's Best Podcast. All May long, whether you're watching the video version of this podcast or you're checking out the audio version of the podcast, it is brought to you by these sponsors who helped us feed the front lines and feed first responders on Nurses Day. Zhang Financial, Henry A. Fox Sales, University of Michigan Credit Union, Garrett's Appliance, Muskegon Surgical Associates, and Chemical Bank, a division of TCF National Bank. How are you, my friend? Fabulous. Another great day. It is. It is another great day. Uh, it is episode three as we are continuing to share good news. And this morning, uh, you and I are recording this about 10 a.m., depending on when you're listening to this, is, is sort of irrelevant other than I'm saying on my way to get ready for this, I, I went off for coffee and the commute started to feel a little bit more like normal. You know, two weeks ago, I would drive out and it'd be sort of a ghost town and I would go get coffee and come back home. But it, it felt like I don't know if we're getting back to whatever next is, but it certainly feels like more people are out and about. And, and I don't know what you guys are feeling at the store level, but it certainly feels like if coffee could be a bellwether, it might feel like that's a sign of, of some sort of positivity. Oh, totally. I mean, you know, we've definitely moved out of the uh, realm of it feels like we're in a movie, an alien movie, you know, driving down the road. Right. <laughs> so, you know, there's traffic again uh, and so on. It's not at full capacity, that's for sure. But if we're to kind of use Bigby as a bellwether, actually, uh, uh, Mother's Day, which was now, I think, one weekend ago or, or whatever, uh, we surpassed our 2019 numbers. And, you know, you have to keep in mind, not even all of our locations are are open. So only 92% of our locations are open, but our system-wide sales went past. And, you know, that weekend when it went past, I said, hmm, I, I think things are getting back to normal. And it, it, it's not even that, you know, there's people pushing the front edge of, you know, the stay-at-home order or anything like that. I think it's just that people are getting more and more comfortable with the safety protocols that are out there that businesses are doing and people are going to businesses where they feel like those safety protocols are in good order and good standing you know now this this might be kind of an out of left field question but this is just my curiosity you know on a and not on a individual store basis but kind of like an all-encompassing basis have you guys seen the the peaks shift you know, like typically, I'm sure it would be 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., but I'm wondering as people are working at home, if that's moved later, have you seen that happening at the store level? Yeah, sort of. Of course, it depends on the location. Sure, right. Sure. So, so we have like downtown business locations that there is no downtown business and they might not even be open. Right. So, uh, but most of our stores do have modified hours and they, they tend to close a little earlier. It seems like people are going home a lot sooner, you know, basically going home for dinner, which is really cool, you know, with the family yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, generally, I think it's uh, six to six, six to seven, something like that. We shift a little bit on the weekends. Uh, but I got some notifications even today of stores that are returning to normal hours because people, you know, uh, getting back to normal is like a magnet, right? And they're the iron. And, and so that magnet is just hanging out there. For sure. For sure. And so speaking of that, as we're moving towards whatever is next, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll use it in air quotes, right? Whatever the word open is going to be. Um, what is that like for you guys? Because you and we'll talk about the second part of this, but you guys are are ostensibly two businesses. You know, there's a yep. home office, you know, portion of it, but then there's the the store, or as you guys would refer to it, the unit level. And and at the store level, what it, you know, what is this continuing 
iteration of you guys kind of moving towards, you know, if you are the bellwether, right? Like, what does this look like as you're thinking about opening patios and then moving from patios to inside the store? What does that stuff look like for you guys? Yeah, so definitely. And the weather's turning so we can right. get that that patio furniture out. And it's got to be properly distanced and so on. And, and Bigby's been really at the leading edge of, you know, keeping track of what everything proper is from a safety and sanitation perspective, both for the customer and the barista. We want everybody to be healthy. We want everybody to follow protocols. Uh, we are asking customers to wear masks if they're coming into, you know, one of our lobby locations and so on and so forth. But um, what's really changed is for, for a moment, we didn't need as many people from a, from a staffing perspective at the unit level because there just weren't as many people buying cups of coffee. But suddenly uh, we're in hire in hiring mode, right? And so, um, and, and and with unemployment between twenty and twenty five percent, or heading in that direction, sure. I think is what I heard Chairman Powell say uh, this weekend. Uh, people, you know, people need work. People need to earn revenue, and so on and so forth. But you know, what's really changed is technology and technology fast. So you know, getting order, uh, you know, like. Um, uh, DoorDash and things like that hook, hooked up with Big B Coffee and, and getting that going like that it, itself added like 1.2% to to our sales. We're going to add other ones, but we got to we got to stand employees up and train them in a manner that involves uh, videos, video training, and, and right. things of that nature. You know, we've been such a hands-on, next to you kind of business, and and now it's certainly more than twice arm's length in order to get that uh, same job done. But um, I think Bigby's like just a, a, a note of optimism, what returning to normal looks like. And the fact that, you know, sales are getting back to normal and we're, we're in a hiring mode, it's pretty cool. Now, there's a few technological changes too. You know, the more that we can do touchless pay, but one of the things that we added at Bigby Copy is the ability to tip on, on, on credit card as an example, not nice. at all against, but and what that's done is changed the hourly rate at a Big B Coffee to something that's closer to eighteen to twenty dollars an hour, uh, because people have been hyper generous at tipping using their credit card. So there's just there's just things that are changing. And by the way, they're probably not going to go back. No, I, and I, I think that that's one of the things that you're you're seeing here is is. And I think of this often when I go through a whatever the drive through is, if Big B whatever is yeah. like. We used to take that stuff for granted, and now these people are on the front line as well, right? They are they are doing this day in and day out to make sure these businesses are open the same way that the grocery store is doing in the same way, you know. So, yeah, I feel that as well. When we go through, it's, you know, it, it's easily 20, 30 percent, depending on what we're doing, right? Because you just are like, yeah, you're you're doing a job that, you know, we all took for granted 12 yeah. weeks ago, and now it has a much different... I'll say this has a much different weight to it, right? They are to your point, like these businesses are keeping us grounded, keeping us centered, keeping us able to communicate and, and have a touch point with other humans when we, we might not be able to, you know, cause we're social distancing or quarantining ourselves in our homes. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I would absolutely echo that, that, that I feel a lot different now going through a drive through than I did three months ago. Yeah. And you know, and Bigby's always been uh, a place where you, you know, you go get a smile and a cup of coffee, you know, <laughs> um, and we can't uh, ignore the fact that folks are getting a dopamine rush just because they're seeing other people, you know, than, than the people within their four walls of their house uh, who are smiling, 
engaging, happy, happy to see you and so on and so forth. And, and even like when we go for walks, my wife and I in our neighborhood, you know, the, the whole idea is try to avoid everybody. Right. You know, it's, it's like right. a video yeah. game. Yes. Right? It's like it's Bob, okay. play, Bob playing Frogger, right? Like trying to get That's across. Right. Yeah. But, but you know, when you go to a big, big coffee, I mean, one thing you're getting is your cup of coffee. And the other thing is, and although everybody's masked, you can still see in the eyes that people are smiling, right? And they're happy to see you. And boy, that's just a different uh, psychology right there, you know? And the other thing that I found is interesting, and this is one man's experience in the world, is even though you're through a drive through and even though it might be 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock in the morning when people might be in a rush or used to be in a rush, the barista and the people behind you have a little bit more grace with having some actual conversation, right? So it's not just here's my credit card or here's $20 and here's a cup of Mm -hmm. coffee. It's how's your day? What are you doing today? Which that was the case at Big B before, but it feels like we're doing more of it. And for a little bit more extended time to get to your point, to get that dopamine rush, which is, is, is awesome. So my question to you though, as Bob, the human, <laughs> you guys have built this organization and when you go through the the franchisee training it's like as you said very hands-on and very um full of joy and full of love and full of happiness what is and I have not asked you this in the on the prior two episodes but what has this been like for you guys to kind of iterate that training both for the the employees in the stores and people who are thinking of opening or running their own units to keep that level of joy and happiness when to your I'll use your words we're at two arms length distances what has that been yeah. like for you guys well you know I tell you the first time we faced this was in the early 2000s because when Big B first opened it was all lobby only and in the early 2000s, we started opening drive through locations. And everybody's concern was, well, how are we going to communicate in a drive through location the kind of things that we do person to person over a counter, right? And so to me, this is just an extension of that. And, and what I would say is, you know, if, you're, if your values are grounded, and ours are grounded in supporting people and building a life they love, if, they, if they're really grounded, it emanates regardless, right? Whatever methodology you're using. So now we're talking about learning management systems and videos, video training. Um, and that seems really like triple arm's length uh, away. But um, I don't know if you remember in the old days, they would tell you, you know, if you were making a phone call, if you smile on the phone, people can feel the difference, you know? And I think it's the same thing here. You know, we just have to keep smiling and keep having a positive attitude, regardless of what system we're using, right? That just needs to uh, effuse from us and uh, nothing will be different. And, and, you know, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about it, and I alluded to this a couple of minutes ago, is there's a second arm to Big B that most consumers probably have no knowledge of, which is what you were calling the home office. Home office. And, and I want, I you know, I've been excited about having this conversation because this is the thing that I've been thinking about a lot as we've been here for now, whatever, 12, feels like 11 or 12 weeks. I don't have the number in front of me and it honestly doesn't really matter. But... <laughs> What work is going to look like as we go forward? Um, I would love to get your thoughts on what that that feels like from a, a from a home office perspective. Because I have my own thoughts on what we're we've been doing as M Live and what do we need, what do we not need, and I'm interested in in your thought as the co CEO. Do we need buildings? Do we need offices? Do we need desks? What is, what are, you know? What are you what are you looking at as you're going through the rest of this year? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think our home office will will regroup at the home office uh, 
ever again the way it was. And, and so we're not waiting for the pandemic uh, to be over. We're not waiting for uh, there to be a cure. Um, uh, what, what we found almost immediately is that this is really a functional way to do business. And, you know, we were a bunch of old dudes that couldn't really uh, grok that. But suddenly, you know, the way my son has been doing it for years and years and years, and, I, you know, I always made fun of him uh, because I'd be like, well, why don't you get out from behind your computer and go actually visit your friends? You know, wouldn't that be smart? Well, what it turns out is what's smart is exactly what we're doing here. And what I wouldn't want to be is in the uh, the the office rental uh, business uh, yeah. right now, because I, I think we're looking at our office and, and certainly repurposing it. Uh, maybe to a video studio rather than uh, actually right. being an office office. But, you know, you, you just take commute time. Three of us uh, the other day were on a call like this. Each of us lived somewhere between an hour and an hour and a half away. Uh, for us to have had that meeting at the office would have involved something like six hours of commute time between all three of us. Well, what a waste of time. You know what? Well, waste- and you know, like not to get all gnarly into your books, but waste of money as well, right? Because there's a, there's a monetary cost to you guys being in a car for six hours. Yeah, and you know, we used to rationalize it like, oh, we can make phone calls while we're in there. It's a it's good think time. You know, there's all these kinds of right. things that we were running through on that. Uh, environmentally, by the way, won't that be pretty cool too? That we won't be burning all that gas and contributing all that CO two and so on to the environment. But you know, what's really changed is this idea that. We used to think that we would hire for the home office. Home office has about 70 people, um, skill sets uh, that lived within a 90 mile radius of our home office, you know, an hour, an hour and a half away. And uh, we realized suddenly, well, you know what, we can hire people from anywhere in the country. That's It's reasonable from a, from a time zone perspective. Uh, but for example, our... Um, chief development officer for franchising. I mean, she lives in Connecticut and, and you know what? It's okay that she lives in Connecticut. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. She gets on the phone just like this, where she is geographically doesn't really matter. So frankly, we're super excited. It doesn't mean the end of personal meetings. We still have things like annual franchise meetings where everybody gets together and we can't wait to have one of those again. Have you guys, um, not to cut you off, but have you guys thought about those? Because those, those I've been to two of them. They've been big, fun celebrations of all that you guys do. Yeah. Have you kind of thought about what a new one of those would look like? Yeah. I mean, right now, uh, health and safety is just sure, our, yeah. our, you know, leading decision-making criteria. And I don't think we can really consider an in-person meeting. Uh, we were scheduled to be at the Amway Grand this year. It was going to be a big to-do uh, in early August. And I, I just don't think that that's reasonable. Now, we'll try to do some online deal. Uh, probably won't be as dynamic or whatever. But we look forward to that moment that it is safe and secure to get us all together again and to the point that we can all hug each other again. You know, that's we all need that, right? So, uh, you know, I hope... I, I hope everybody that's within their four walls, whoever they got within their four walls, that they're hugging their spouse or their kids, just maybe two X what they were before, because it makes a big difference to your, to your brain and to your body. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. I was, uh, I was talking to uh, um, a company that that deals with like hospice. Right. And we were having this really fascinating conversation about human touch. And, you know, obviously it was to their industry. It's much different to what you and I are talking about. However, the universal concept is the same is that there's like tremendous power in touching another human being and, you know, missing that for 
11 weeks, 12 weeks, 13 weeks, six months, nine months, 12 months um, can have some ramifications that we're going to have to think about as a society, I think. That's right. You know, uh, but getting back to uh, the home office, you know, you've got leading industries like Twitter or Google or whatever. And sometimes we look at Silicon Valley and we're like, uh, you know, those guys, whatever. I think they're right on this one, you know, that that going back is just really not quite necessary at this point. And so when we talk about the idea of going back to normal, uh, I think we don't want to burn uh, mind space on trying to get back to all things normal. We need to have an open mind to some degree and think about what the new normal will be, not just for COVID, but forever. And, and that's one of the, the interesting things that that kind of has come out of this mind space. And you and I have spoken about this offline is this, you know, what stuff have we had to shed in the short term that was that turned out to actually be good? We don't miss it. We don't need it. And what innovations have we had to kind of put in place to make our operations go forward that we should keep? You know, for example, like you said, do we need an office? Should that office be something else? Should it be a video studio? Right. Should we turn it into a, a production space that does its podcasts and TV commercials and all that stuff in one in one place should it be you know whatever i think that's that's the way that everybody should be thinking about this is these these moments of opportunity as opposed to in you and i again have talked about this for now three episodes and we'll continue to do this as opposed to kind of living in the before and going i wish it was like because it's never going to be like whatever however you finish that sentence it's never going to be like that so we gotta there's only one direction to go yeah. And you know what? Every pandemic ever has produced a great leap forward in some some technological perspective. I mean, we, we think of technology as computers today, uh, but but sanitation was the thing that really drove forward, you know, post the plague and the Spanish flu and all these kinds of the cholera and all this. Our sanitation got better and better and better. And I think the great leap forwards for us are going to be about communication and new ways of communication. And, and I'm just really excited about those. And so last question for today, because I know you will love this one. One of the things that I've been telling businesses uh, for the last 11 weeks is here's all the things that you here's all the marketing stuff that you can do, which is great. But then I've been ending all of these things by saying, also, you got to get out of your own head. You got to go for a walk every single day. Uh, and totally. so, so I'm wondering, you know, how many times are you and your wife going for walks? How long are they? And, and you know, how empowering are they for you to come back and get back at this and, and continue to pivot and iterate? Yeah, I go every day, rain or shine. Uh, Michelle and I go for maybe a three to five mile walk together every day. I try to rack up somewhere between eight and 10 miles uh, a day. I love my weekends. You know, Sunday right. morning, I went out early. It was pouring rain. I loved it because there was nobody else out there. Had my raincoat on. You know, did seven and a half miles and, you know, something really special happens out there after about mile three where you can start sorting through some things and in your head and getting aligned. You know, it's just listening to nature, the wind, the trees, the water, the birds, all that stuff has a really positive impact on uh, your mind and your mind space. And I would recommend it to anybody. Yeah. And I was fortunate when I was a kid, my aunt used to live in San Diego and she taught me how to surf. And that was like that first moment where I had that experience where you'd be out and there'd be nothing, right? You're not hearing the beach. You're just hearing, you're you're waiting for a wave and all that stuff. And, um, 
thank God that kind of stuck with me because then you you find these spaces when you're doing five miles or seven miles or whatever and and I, I can't rec- I'm with you I can't recommend it enough and I certainly think when you're in a situation like this that feels high stress and ha- high anxiety you need to be outside yeah. more um, and I, totally. you know, I I joke like if you don't have a dog borrow somebody else's dog they would love for you to walk totally. their dog yeah totally well you know people have been talking about the COVID-19 the other 19 and that's the 19 pounds that they've put on their belly right, right? and so you know, the, the general rules are all the same, right? Stay hydrated, eat balanced, get the right sleep and get outside if you can. And these things are simple. Sometimes they're hard to do, you know, lives are complicated and so on. But if you can write those four things down and kind of just keep looking at them every day, make some minor commitment to yourself about what you're going to do today. It could really make your COVID-19 experience not about weight, uh, but about your own health and safety. And I would say, Bob, to your point, like I know life gets busy, but if you put your phone down and went for a block walk every day, eventually it'd be two, eventually it'd be three, eventually it'd be a mile, right? Because you would just, you would make it a habit. You know, I I had a friend who used to say, I don't find time, I make time. And you would make time for something like this. That's right. You know, um, I schedule walks like I schedule a meeting. And, you know, the thing of it is, is if I wait for my walk to be the time that's left over, there's no time left over. Right. So, you know, what is your priority? Your priority is you, you know, you're not useful to your family. You're not useful to your job and, and you're not useful to the community unless you are in good health yourself. And so if you can start with you and schedule some time for yourself, that would be really a positive stuff. And I will leave everybody with a working pro tip uh, because I had a couple coworkers who were like, I feel like my whole day is filled with meetings. And I'm like, dude, here's what you do. You get up on Saturday or Sunday, whenever you check back in and you mark on your calendar an hour that no one can touch. And then that's where you put that stuff. And so they can't mark over, over it. Yeah. If you leave Monday open from 8am to 5pm, they will fill it for you. I promise you they'll fill it for you. But if you mark out an hour each day, that's yours to do your thing. All right, my friend, it is it is always a pleasure to talk to you. Have a wonderful week, and uh, I will see you next week for episode four. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you again for checking out the Michigan's Best Podcast. Want to take a moment to thank the other sponsors who are making these podcasts possible all May long. We're talking about Frankenmuth Credit Union, Northwoods Village, Fifth Third Bank, Stanley Steamer, and Chelsea State Bank. So thank you to all of them and to our other sponsors who are making these podcasts possible all May long. Be well, friends.